Greetings, participants. Welcome back to the Game Dev Arena, and it's time to battle and conquer our goals. Greetings, participants. Welcome back to the Game Dev Arena. As participants are filing in through the gates, let me just start off by saying, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so in links in the description to my social medias to donate to the podcast directly, or to sign up for the podcast emailer to receive information on future arenas, as well as information that may not reach the arena. And with that, let's go ahead and get into this week's arena. So we're, we're continuing the organizing a game design document trend. This week, we're going to be talking about one of the two approaches that you can do to start the game design document. As at this point, you should have already figured out what sections you're going to put into the game design document, found a storage area that you're going to store everything nice and neat, and then decided on that approach. So this week we're going to be talking about taking a story-driven approach, and then next week we'll talk about the asset creation approach. Story-driven approach is what I took in my game design document that I created this year for the game that I'm planning on releasing at the end of this year. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that first, and then we'll talk about asset creation next week. So essentially what you want to do with a story-driven approach is create possibly a short story now I didn't go straight into creating a short story for myself the way that I went about it and I've said this a number of times on how I created a story for any game that I've tried to do was I figured out a theme Uh, usually it's like taking three words putting them together trying to make them all similar or work together or it's kind of like taking three topics and then putting them all together and mash them together to make them work. So that's what I did. Pick three words, put them together, try to make them work. From there, after figuring out the three words that's going to associate as my theme for the game, I went and created a Japanese poem called a haiku. I know I've talked about it in past arenas, but uh, I like haikus because it provides three sentences and it can really do a good job at representing a beginning, middle, and end for your game. So that's what I like to do. I like to pick a theme, create a haiku, go from there into creating a story. After making the theme and creating the haiku, you can go one of two ways, or I'm sure there's multiple ways, but I picked one of two different ways that I thought off off the top of my head to go about and establishing the bigger picture of the game and its story. One approach is creating a short story, which is what I originally went with when I started out building the story, building the, the game world of the game that I'm working on. You can do a short story and just establish your characters, establish the main baddie, the, the antagonist, establishing the game world, where everything is set to, where it's at the NPCs, just everything in general. You're just establishing everything in that short story. That's the approach that I took originally. And then after getting probably like a quarter of the way through of the actual game process, I decided that maybe a different approach would be a lot faster and better and easier for myself. So I actually started to create a timeline order of events that I want the game kind of to flow through 
from beginning to end. And I found that that's been a lot easier for myself. Now, don't get me wrong. Creating a short story can probably work for a lot of you. And it may not work for a lot of you. A timeline may work for a lot of you. A timeline may not work for a lot of you. But you have to go through that process and see if it works. You never know until you actually try it. So definitely figure out maybe you can do a little uh, tree. Have the theme at the bottom and kind of just branch out from there with ideas. Or maybe just do bullet points of different things that you want to see in the game. A story-driven approach isn't just boggled down to just creating a story. It, there's a bunch of different things that you can actually do that will constitute creating a story. Now, like I said, I went with a timeline because I just found that to be easier just harping on major points that I want to see established in the game flow as the game progresses through from, from beginning to end. But like I said, you can go any way that you would like to do. Now, taking a story-driven approach may not be for you. I tried it with my first game design document and found it to be very beneficial for myself. Now, after creating, I probably have 50% of the story actually done as of right now in my timeline. And now I'm kind of just more so working on the coding part of getting the game world onto the screen and just establishing all the game objects that uh, that's going to be entailed in the game. So I'm working on that right now, but definitely the way that I took as far as a story-driven approach was a lot easier for me to be able to create these assets that I'm going to be working on in the, the next week or so. But like I said, whatever works best for you, that's what you want to go with. You don't want to go with a way that is not going to fuel the creativity that goes into creating these games that we, we all try to work on day in and day out. So definitely always want to go with the most creative, creative way possible to get the most inspiration possible. That's why I, that's why I started this podcast was just to provide inspiration, not only for myself, but really keep on myself for doing something and not just starting it and backing out halfway through. So I'm glad that we're all taking this journey together. And believe me, keep working hard. It will pay off in the long run. Perseverance always pays off in the end. So keep working hard, keep trying, and we're all gonna be hitting those game dev uh, goals in no time. But with that, that's, that's all the story-driven approach that I have for you. Like I said, try picking a theme, maybe create a poem, go, or go straight into a story, create a timeline, or just create bullet points. Wherever the case may be, story-driven approach, it just you essentially want to have words on the piece of paper, on the computer screen, and associate that with your game. Next week, we'll, we'll talk more about asset creation and what goes into that, but 
this week we're all set and good to go with as far as a story-driven approach goes. I'm sure down the road I'll probably get more deeper details once I have my game design document finished and completed for the first game that, I've, that I'm working on. And then probably my next game I'll try doing a more asset creation approach and see if that works for me. So, of course, this is not going to be the last time you hear about taking a story-driven approach or even about organizing a game design document. There's always more information out there, more information to present. So we are definitely going to just keep going and going and going. But as far as this week goes, we are all set and good to go. The arena was hard fought. And with that, it's game over. <laughs>